0: Support for this podcast comes from Zor. Zor is a global recruiting platform that drives smarter and more efficient hiring. Direct employers and staffing agencies use Zor's AI powered software to automate recruiting's most repetitive tasks like candidate pre screening, interview scheduling, ongoing engagement, and cold outreach at scale. By freeing recruiters to focus on what matters, Zor increases productivity while delivering a personalised, attentive candidate experience that's responsive 24-7 and delivers a 99.3% candidate satisfaction rate. Hundreds of companies across the globe, including IKEA, ExxonMobil, MOL Group, X5 Retail and Manpower Group rely on Zor to hire better people faster. To find out more, go to www.zor.ai, that's www.zor.ai, and Zor is spelled X-O-R. There's been more of scientific discovery,
1: more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine, than in all the ages of history.
0: Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 228 of the Recruiting Future podcast. To fully understand the impact of technology on what we do, it's important to look outside of talent acquisition and see how other areas of the talent ecosystem are being disrupted. My guest this week is Oslam Saraold, an award-winning coach and co-founder of digital coaching platform Sparkus. As well as providing a fascinating overview of how technology is changing coaching, Oslem also shares some insights and advice into the coaching mindset, something that will help everyone who's leading a team, and indeed anyone who's focusing on their professional development. Enjoy the interview. Hi Oslem, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me, Matt.
0: An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us what you do?
1: Sure. Um, I'm Özlem. Um, I'm a professional coach and I'm one of the co-founders of the Sparkos digital coaching platform. I also write a uh, book, uh, a specific coaching technique called World Voices. Uh, I'm also selected by the International Coach Federation as one of the young leaders of coaching uh, to carry the uh, profession into the future. So I'm very proud of that. I just received the award a uh, few weeks ago. That's basically a little bit about me.
0: Fantastic. well, congratulations on the on the award. I mean could you I mean could you give us a, a little bit of um, background how, how did you get to where where you are? I mean how did you get to become a coach in the first place?
1: Um, I have a background in consultancy. And doing some you know structuring work, very much finance uh, but obviously when you become a manager in the organization they ask you to uh, coach people that's how I got to know coaching uh, but when I started coaching I was very young uh, at the age of 27 I, although I had a many years of um, professional life I started working very early so I became a coach at a very young age um, so, uh, when I first started, it was all, you know, executive coaching, top management only. Uh, so I tried to figure out coming from a younger place in the organization, uh, looking into the possibilities of like, how can we bring coaching to younger people? Uh, I started coaching, uh, university students and in order to help them, it basically started as a uh, digital coaching platform sparkus was basically designed to help initial university students um then we went to organizations uh, asking for sponsorship to, to the uh, youth. And they said, well, actually, we have young people in the organization. Can you coach them? And since 2013, I'm working with organizations uh, to bring coaching to younger population into their uh, into their organization. And also working with coaching culture, uh, culture change programs, leadership development programs uh, based on that.
0: So... Uh- I want to sort of dig into that um, in, in a little bit, in a little bit more detail, um, a, a bit later on. But but before we do, it, it might be good just to talk about coaching in general. I, I, I have a suspicion that there, there there might be quite a lot of people listening who don't necessarily understand what coaching is. I know that when I last had a proper job, which was some time ago now, um, I I had a uh, I I had a coach, and I remember going to the, the first meeting with my coach and expecting the coach to tell me what to do, and I was. Um, shocked and surprised that this was not the this was not the case so could you just sort of talk a little bit about about coaching what it is um, you know why it's important the benefits and perhaps sort of sort of the common misconceptions like i had um, about it
1: Um, to start with your misconception is a very common misconception Um, so to to give a um, more formal um, explanation to it um, international coach federation defines coaching as Partnering with someone uh, to maximize their potential. So it's a development journey, and uh, it's about believing in the potential of the person you're coaching. So it starts from there. But it's not a coach. Uh, it's not a training process. It's not about you know giving them some information. Uh, it's basically about the person being coached uh, finding their own answers. And how does it happen? It happens by the coach asking questions, powerful questions listening to them deeply, reflecting back what what they've said. Um, And so that the coachee, we call them coachee, but the person being coached, let's say, um, so that they define their own paths. And uh, if there are some tools and techniques being used, it's uh, to, you know, custom fit those into your own situation, into your own conditions and who you basically are. So I would say coaching actually... Involves two keywords. One is exploration, exploration through like, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Uh, What are some things I'm really struggling at? And then taking action. So it's not only about talk, 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 but also uh, taking action, being uh, accountable on that process. Um, What I can also add on top of this is like so far the focus when we are talking about coaching was very much on the personal development of the individual. Um, But along the way, uh, we figured out that coaching is not only a tool for uh, professional and personal development, it's also a skill set and also a mindset. Um, So... When I'm being coached, I also go through some thought process. I can create something. I can commit to some things. I, I take responsibility. And if I fail, uh, I don't whine. I don't go into the victim mode. I try to learn from my mistakes, start all over again. So it also involves um, some level that is very much needed in this you know, fast-changing world. It also helps a person be more... Um, empowered and also um, more resilient at the face of changes and everything. So it's, uh, it's actually much more than uh, just, you know, uh, somebody coaching you. It's also gaining some kind of a mindset and skill set so
0: you've you've sort of talked about how coaching is changing. So you know traditionally we used to think of executive coaching, and you were talking about coaching young people and developing a coaching mindset. how um, how, how is technology changing changing coaching?
1: First of all, technology um, democratizes coaching. So so far, before the technology, Coaching was very much like one hour of the coach, one hour of the coachee. They're all you know, coming together, speaking. And all this conversation based on its um, nature has to be confidential between the coach and the person being coached. So what was happening was it was like a, a black box. Nobody knew what was really happening inside of it. So technology helps us uh, first to... Without reaching that confidentiality, helps us to monitor if the sessions are happening, if people are taking action. Uh, so, from from a um, program organizer side, if there is it's happening in an organization, it first of all brings some kind of uh, monitoring, reporting, etc., so that we can prove the return on investment on it. So that's the one basic side of it. What is more important, I think, is it gives us the ability to bring coaching to more people. It can be true, like the technology is used as uh, sometimes as a marketplace for a uh, coach and the coachee to get together. That's also there. Uh, what we are doing in Sparkus, for instance, is another layer to it. Um, we are giving people, some coaching exercises, like something that a a coach would repetitively do in a session are translated into some digital exercises. So the coachee can um, get onto the platform, do those exercises, have some kind of like uh, a self-reflection area where they can sit down, think about themselves uh, without the pressure of somebody, you know, watching you at that very moment so you can be very honest and open with yourself um so you you can you know without that social censoring you can put things uh, out there and then the coach goes through i mean they share as much as they like with the coach and then the coach goes through it and without spending maybe uh, a few sessions just to get to know each other and get to understand what coaching is what it is not like you're saying like it it, this doesn't ask me uh this doesn't really give me answers but it asks me questions so gaining that kind of coaching literacy uh also helps to uh have the process much more faster and that also means in the same amount of time a coach can coach actually much more people which also brings coaching to more people. So the technology really democratizes it, helps it to be monitored, and also gives a level of quality assurance, uh, making sure that you um, cover certain very basic areas during that process. Otherwise it can be like lost in translation, lost in the conversation. The,
0: the next question, um, I suppose, is a, is, is a very common one when it comes to any aspect of, of people business meeting meeting sort of uh, technology and automation. What's, what's the right balance between human and machine interaction in, in, in this sort of version of, um, of, of coaching? How does that work? Is, is this completely automated?
1: It's not uh, totally op- automated. I can, I can share some experiences. I mean, when we first started doing the digital coaching platform, Uh, we first tried a freemium model where people were supposed to go through digital coaching exercises and if they wanted they would you know go and uh, work with a coach so what we found out was like people are going through a technological platform yes they are very open and they from time to time really Um, you know find their answers take you know wonderful actions but at one point when there is no one uh, who sees you who even acknowledges you for what you've done um, they kind of cut off uh, from that process so even though they're starting very with some some good momentum uh, without a human element there um, it's not sustainable so the human element has to be there so that's my initial uh point and the the other part is um what happens when you're with the coach on -on one-on-one there are certain things that the coach um is not necessarily uh, has to be there like for instance um I can give you some exercises like, you know, close your eyes and just imagine how this and that is happening. I don't really need to be there when you're doing that imagination. That can be a uh, audio file. There can be some very basic questions that I'm asking that I would ask anyone that doesn't need to be, uh, you know, have my presence there. So you can have it on your own as well. So those kind of parts can be done on the uh, technology without the human element, and the human then comes in where they're going to make the most impact, where they're going to really add some value, where you, you're feeling stuck going through those those you know, exercises on the platform, and then at one point you feel like, hmm, I cannot no longer just you know uh, answer these questions. Then I need a human uh, you know to 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 ask me better questions maybe or just ask me a different set of questions so that I can um, really figure out what my challenge is. So it has to be a um, good balance, um, involve both of them together. Um, Yeah, the right balance, I would say, of course, depends on the human's um, preparation level also, but it has to be like what is some some common things can be done on on a digital platform, and then when when I'm really needing some hand-holding, then... Uh, the human should come in
0: how's this been working in practice what what kind of successes have you had where has this approach using technology really made a difference
1: okay um so the first thing uh i should start by saying as a coach myself when we first started this um digital platform i even had some uh you know question marks you know this is a very human to human uh process can it be done Digitally, so that was my my very first question mark. Um, What we figure out along the years uh, was like how many questions to ask, and uh, with what length of exercises should be there. What is like you're saying the right balance. So once you design that based on that, uh, we have a very good rates of like seventy eight percent completion rate. We have, for instance, which is very much about than any uh, e-learning platform or something, where people receive information, while in our case, people are sharing about themselves. They're generating their own content. Uh, So the first thing is those um, rates, I would say. And the other thing is, um, this is with one of our clients, um, who were having an internal uh, coaching project going on. what we figure out was like they used to have eight hours of uh, coaching uh, sessions. So that meant eight hours of the coach and eight hours of the person being coached, making 16 hours of investment for the organization. And by bringing up that right balance uh, between the human and the machine, uh, we were able to bring the total amount of time required into 7.5 hours. Which was like 2.5 of the um, coach and five hours of the coaching. So it also brings a enormous amount of uh, time being saved, which also ob- obviously has a uh, monetary value to it. But it also means then you can bring it to more people in the same amount of time. Um, these are some of the some of the numbers we have, and we generally. Do um, you know pilot projects? It's, I think because, because it's very important to fit into the culture of the organization, what people are expecting, et cetera. And what we're seeing is the completion rates uh, go higher and higher when we uh, finish each pilot and learn from it, go back, you know adapt it to the system. So now we have like as I said 78 uh, percent completion rate. But the engagement rates are also very high, like 94% or something. Is like people have gone through uh, the uh, the platform. So it's really about getting to understand what people need, uh, what's the idea behind the uh, the coaching, the, you know, the the, the um, strategic idea behind the coaching in that organization. So if you design it based on that, you have the success story is going on and of course there are the reminders being made and you know just keeping the people on the process those also add to the uh, success story Uh, but I say you know if it's a good design uh, then the success comes.
0: So looking ahead to the future what do you think coaching will look like in 10 years time? How 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 is it going to develop from here? Now that um, uh, technology is 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 playing playing a bigger part.
1: One thing, since we're talking about technology a lot, I would say uh, there would be we will see even more technology involved with coaching, uh, but maybe the weight of technology might even improve uh, with the you know development of AI and uh, and also the people who are benefiting from coaching are becoming more and more uh, tech savvy. Uh, That's also is going to increase, I think, the weight of the technology uh, in the process. Um, The other thing is, I think we will, um, this is also uh, something that we, 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 Uh, see in the um, coaching federation. Uh, So they they used to be called coach federation. They're turning it into coaching federation, which I think is important because it's not a profession only anymore. So it's not, it used to be, you know, professional coaches doing coaching. Uh, But I think we're going to see that this is really a mindset, which is uh, not only for human development, but it's more for like getting into the areas of, maybe, I don't know, uh, environmental issues, maybe getting into conflict resolution around the world. So it will become more and more a way of communicating and experiencing yourself in the world. Um, and we see this trend already happening. For instance, for uh, for leaders, we are expecting them to be now uh, not the typical, you know, uh, manager who says people what to do that gives instructions, but... Um, we're expecting now them to coach and more and more description goes into the place of like coaches, a fa- uh, sorry, the manager is a, uh, facilitator. So it's more and more developing the coaching skills for the leaders as well. So I would say like in 10 years time, it will be everywhere, not just in, uh, you know, personal development field.
0: So final question, um, there'll be lots of people listening who, who are managers, um, who are thinking of giving their, their teams the benefit of coaching or getting coaching themselves, uh, and also a lot of people listening who who feel they might benefit from coaching. What What's your sort of key bits of advice to people in terms of approaching coach, coaching and making sure it's effective for them?
1: Great question. Um, I would just say, first, uh, you need to be willing to explore yourself. Um, So that assumption that somebody is going to tell me what to do, somebody is going to know me better than I do, is a false one. Um, We only know ourselves fully, and to some extent even. Uh, But you need to be willing to explore yourself. And then take action based on those explorations. And uh, sometimes people have the assumption like, yeah, I know myself, like been there, done that. But the world is changing so quickly. Um, We really, really need to reinvent ourselves again and again in this world. So that's, you know, I've been there, done that is not there anymore. So we need to be uh, looking at that. So that's the one piece. This is for, I think, everybody, whether they're, you know, working in in an organization, having their startup or, you know, being a manager, doesn't matter, whoever you are, just keep uh, growing. And for managers uh, to coach their people, um, I would just say, like, first be aware of who needs coaching. Sometimes people initially really need training, they somehow initially need mentoring, but Big amount of them really need coaching. So making that distinction is the first key. And if you figure out who really needs coaching, uh, just believe in that person's potential. Just don't give up on them. Just believe that they can, you know, uh, find their own answers, find their own solutions. But just keep on asking questions. And I know that it takes practice. This is not what we are used to as managers But just keep trying on coaching. It will get better uh, by the time. Um, We're also like in the professional field, uh, having some kilometers is very important in our profession even. So as managers also, you know, you just maybe learn the basic skills about coaching. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your people. Just keep trying doing it. And also... In order to give coaching, you need to receive coaching also, obviously. So you need to know how it affects a person, how it supports a person. Um, So, you know, just uh, somehow receive coaching. It could be through a digital platform, like the way we're providing, or it could be just going to a coach and working with them Uh, or, you know, doing some peer coaching, maybe among among, uh, managers doesn't matter really, but just receiving coaching and then keep on giving coaching, keep on supporting people and believing in their potential.
0: Oslim, thank you very much for talking to me.
1: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: My thanks to Oslim. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. If you're a Spotify or Pandora user, you can also listen to the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll join me.
1: This is my show.